Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know, you've heard me talk recently about the evolution, the changes. You know, you've also heard me talk about one day you think you're going to be living in a place for your rest of your life and all of a sudden you're not. But what's rising up? What's happening? Are we becoming more conscious? Are we becoming more confident? Are we understanding more about our soul or is it less about our soul? But what if we can take a timeless wisdom, a timeless wisdom that Sarah Main so beautifully brought forward in Conscious Confidence, her book, her show, her passion, and her purpose? What if we could take that and have a new vision, a rise, a rise of Damayante? You might be asking, what is that? But today's show is not just about the vision for Damayante. It's about for your soul. And what is it that your soul is longing for? And how do you speak to it? How do you gain insight? And how do you take the journey? Sarah, it's great to have you. Thanks, Pat, so much. It's lovely to be on the Dr. Pat show once again. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I've had a little bit of time after speaking with you. And I reflected back to the earliest days of when we met and how powerful the message in Conscious Confidence is. And yet at the same time now, we are part of an energy that wants us to bring things forward into the light more, into the teaching more, into the learning more. Um, And that is the same for you. That's what you are doing now. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's certainly getting clearer. (laughs) Well, but it's so beautiful when I think about it. And, you know, when I think about just saying the word Damayante, Mm. many people may not know what it means. And let's start with that because it's part of your journey as well. Yes. Um, Yes, certainly. Because when you and I started working together, we didn't start with conscious confidence and conscious confidence emerged and as I proceeded with that and the book came out and then I felt something else was emerging and it was very quiet. It was quiet. I have to say it was quiet. And that's interesting in itself because I had to, um, in a sense, prepare myself to, for this. And I had to prepare myself by getting quieter myself to listen And it wasn't that Damayanti was um, a whisper. Um, It's it's very strong, but it's quiet. Mm -hmm. And you know know that energy that's potent 
and quiet and yet it is incredibly powerful and transformative. It's that kind of energy. It's hard to describe actually, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's not I a do. sort of a big out there shouting. It's the actual energy. Um, and I had to prepare myself by getting quieter to mm. listen and not be distracted by anything else. And so there has been a, a period of quiet reflection and preparation and waiting. And through the work I was doing towards the end of the Conscious Confidence uh, shows, um, I then uh, it took several months and then this word Damayanti came forward, which I, it's a word I've actually known. It's a Sanskrit word. It's the name of a princess actually in a very famous a long story, but very famous story called Nala and Damayanti. And Damayanti is a princess and she marries a king, King Nala. And there's so much symbolism and knowledge and wisdom in this long story, which is part of the Mahabharata, which is a, the longest epic ever written, uh, 30,000 verses of Sanskrit, right? It's, it, it makes the Iliad and the Odyssey and other great <laughs> epics uh, pale in, in comparison. Even don't let I'm not downgrading the Iliad, the Odyssey. Believe you me. I mean, there's a story from the Odyssey in my book, but um, but this is unbelievable. And these epics are not just stories, bedtime stories, uh, great for young and old to listen to to read and listen to. There, there's incredible wisdom and teaching about the evolution of the soul, the journey of the soul in there so anyway that's background Damayanti and I'd always liked the name mm. it's just a musicality about it which appreciates which I appreciate and I connect with as you know I've got a bit of a background in music so yes um, anyway one thing led to another and um, Damayanti seemed to be the right way to go but the question for me was what does it mean and it was very interesting because this quietness where I had to prepare myself by getting quieter mm. to actually um, connect, not resonate with it, connect with the resonance of it. It actually comes from being quiet and still. That's what it actually means. And it's interesting because that energy was there first mm -hmm. and then the word came which I think is very interesting. Do you find that interesting? I find it interesting yeah. because as you were speaking about this, one of the things that I was really struck by, especially as I was doing some of the recordings and saying the word, yeah. is even before you say the word, there is a moment of pause and peace. Yeah. You know, there's just, I was really, it's really interesting. I went back to listen to how I was saying it and was fascinating about the role of the word, but what came before the word. And almost every time I said the word, there was a pause. And when you're recording, they don't like little pauses, <laughs> but it was natural. It was a pause. And I thought about that. And what a precious mm. message and awareness for where we are in the world today. Yeah. Um, I am not clear about how we can raise the level of creativity we need in the chaos. Mm. But the, 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 it's interesting you should mention about this pause because that was exactly, you know, and I said I had to prepare myself. Yeah. And I knew I was preparing myself. It's an emptying out in some ways, but it's just 
getting quiet. Now, the interesting thing is what became so clear to me, I had this aha moment, that that pause that you talk about, this Dhammayanti actually is about stillness and calm and acquiescence. You know, when something acquiesces, it, uh, what's the word? Um, how do you describe acquiescence? Sort of falls, uh, dissolves. There's a dissolving of activity. Yeah. Dissolve. But that doesn't just leave a gap, a vacancy, a vacuum. The image that became clear to me was pulling, if you put an arrow on a bow and you pull the string back, right, and then there's a point where you're waiting. So in a sense, it's like that pause, it's like that stillness. There's a stillness there, but the energy is drawn to a point and it's potent. So this is a very dynamic potent energy and this plays into your point about creativity we need to actually Mm -hmm. get that point of poise of focus and stillness where the energy is Mm -hmm. gathered and then the the arrow can be released and it flies with the the further back you've pulled the arrow the greater energy and force and creativity in in the uh, following on your lead that the arrow can fly towards its target and and it, it, what's become clear to me is that target is your soul's journey. It's your path. It's this is not some vague thing, um, and this is so important. We talk about uh, the soul's journey, everyone's path. You know, this is this is out there. Yeah. But to actually get the focus, really, we need that drawing back, and it's not just peace and calm where there's a nothingness. This is a potency. Mm. And all of that was in this energy Damayanti that's been rising. But the word Damayanti came later. The energy came first. And that's what was so convincing to me. I knew that's what I needed to follow. And then I realised I've got to take the bold step and actually rename everything and not just try and pack all of that back into conscious confidence. Conscious confidence was an important necessary part along this journey in fact so yeah yeah. you know what it's so interesting you're using that my brother-in-law was a master archer and he taught me and you know one of the things in learning this is exactly what you talked about he talked about the tension but one of the things he taught me I never forgot and to this day I still use it is all of that tension that you pull back is the breath in, you know, it's almost like you're holding your breath. Yeah. But the hardest thing for me to learn from him was to trust that once I pulled that back and yeah. I was really clear to exhale, yes, to breathe yes. out before yes. you let the bow go. Yes. It's, it is a pause, you know, because there is so much tension, but it's powerful. And, you know, one of the things I'd love for you to talk about, too, is I want to get back to, you know, what this means for the soul journey, mm. because that's such an important part of this. It wasn't going to matter how far back I pulled that bow or how sharply I looked <laughs> at that target. If I didn't release that yeah. and pause in a moment, a second of stillness. Yeah, I would have never been able to follow that pathway. And it seems like this is what we must learn now. Yes. 
Exactly. Uh, uh, it's very interesting because, um, and it's just come to my mind when you said about drawing the bow back, because if you don't actually release the, the arrow, um, release the string, then what's the point? And we don't walk around every day holding our breath. God forbid we should do that because it's not healthy to do that. It's not natural. It's not right. It's not the whole point. So you need the in and the inhalation and then the exhalation. You need both um, uh, because that is really taking that action um, but from the point of, stillness mm. and that stillness is potency it's not like being asleep in bed at night where there's a, a nothingness this is a potency um this is genuinely transformative this is the way of uplifting the con the level of consciousness if you uplift mm. it within yourself then that uplift upliftment say that quickly three times <laughs> um, that upliftment is um, available for everyone and it's a ripple effect think of a stone in the water um, it's it's so it's so obvious to me now but at the time the the whole journey particularly over the last uh, 12 months has been a real act of trust because there was nothing there there was nothing obvious manifest for me Mm. Nothing my my mind could hook onto and think about. I just had to trust and go deeper. And in that going deeper, it was pulling the bow back. And then at a certain point, when I when it was clear, let it go. And here we are with Damayanti, um, and and the show is is called Damayanti for your soul. The show for your soul. And that was the other thing that became so important was that this is for the soul. I'm talking to the soul. This teaching is for the soul. You know, it's not for the mind. The mind's got tons. <laughs> mind, you've got tons. You have plenty, no problem. Um, and it's not even for the heart. There's tons for the heart. But if you speak to the soul, it speaks to the whole person. It speaks to everyone. Because the soul is, if you want to just put uh, positions, if you like, it's a bit uh -huh. arbitrary, but it, the soul is behind that. And... Uh, you know, this is food for the soul. We talk about food for the soul. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, this is food for the soul. This is upliftment for the soul. This is a strengthening of the soul because I think that's very important because with that bow, there's a, you've got to be strong, you know, yeah. and, and, um, and it's interesting in that Dhammayanti in Sanskrit, uh, you get the word Dhamma. And dhamma, uh, dhammayanti comes from the, the word dhammayanti. Uh, so dhammayanti is a feminine word because it's the name of a princess. Um, and it comes from the Sanskrit word dhamma. Um, and dhamma means restraint. And restraint needn't necessarily be a hooray word, you know, <laughs> yay, restraint. <laughs> and we think of that as sort of, uh, I mean, I get immediate um, and that just shows this is why you need to go back to the Sanskrit because Sanskrit can clear out these instinctual, not, not as instinctual, but habitual responses that we have. When I hear the word restraint, I immediately have images of repression and suppression yeah. and holding back. Now, that is just unhelpful, limited thinking, but we go around with a lot of that limited thinking all the time. That's why I was taught by my teachers to go back to the Sanskrit because it clears that out, opens your mind. 
So we think normally restraint, that's boo, we don't want to do that, that's bad. Um, but then the opposite of that is just kind of blah, letting it all out, you know, in an un, a, unhelpful really, uh, what's the word, just just all over the place, scattered way. Yeah. Um, but if you take dhamma, the word dhamma, which means restraint, and go back to the root form in Sanskrit, as I have shown you, you know, um, it comes from the root dham, D-A-M, dham in Sanskrit, and that means um, to be calm. Which, yes. And be calm is different from restraint, which has this sense of sort of holding something back, right? You strain or restrain a wild horse or something. And then you get this calmness. So it's coming from the root calm. So you can see where the Sanskrit's leading us. And then the further wisdom about that is in being calm and acquiescing, you'll find the real essence of dham and dhamma and dhammayanti. So it's in this calmness of an acquiescence and, and hence the pulling back of the arrow. And the interesting thing about that is um, it's that calmness and this restraining of the fear, the anxiety, all the sort of just random thoughts that distract us during the day, all that kind of stuff. Um, if we restrain all of that, what we have is this pure potency of our soul energy, yeah. which is our universal energy. And that is purely creative and it only ever uplifts. Yeah. If that's no, coming from our true soul, it only ever uplifts. Exactly. You know what I'm struck by? We're going to take a short break, but here's what I'm struck by. You know, I can't even begin to tell you how many times it took for me to trust Tom, you know, my brother-in-law. And one of the things he would say, and I was way younger, and so I didn't really understand what he was saying, but he said this to me and it stayed with me. He said, if you trust your breath on the exhale, it will yeah. quiet your mind. The mind that is telling you you're not pulling it back tight enough, the mind that will tell you you really don't see the target clearly. Yeah. But it's in that pause and trusting the exhale that you release all of what is in your mind to hold you back. Yeah. And the day I got it, and by the way, I only got it one time, really one time. I didn't stay with it. <laughs> but the day I got it, it is so difficult to explain that feeling. Yeah. It is so difficult. But this is what you're helping us with now. It is yeah. being able to get to that place mm -hmm. where time stands still, where there is, you know, not even a breath that happens that can distract you from that place of peace. Yeah. And that is so very powerful, you know, yeah. so very powerful. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Sarah, Sarah Main, the rise of Damayante, the power of love for your soul, the power of love for your soul. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. You've been listening, but are you watching? Tune in to your favorite shows on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page. We stream live video podcasts every day. Get empowered on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled to have Sarah here, Sarah Main, the rise of Damayanti. And what we're talking about today is a, a discovery, an evolution, and the power and the purpose in calm, in peace. But what about the power of love, love for your soul? Um, Sarah, this is exciting and this is new. And I know there's more to be revealed, but let's remind folks how they can, one, find out about you, certainly about conscious confidence um, and about the work that you're doing uh, in the world to help us get to this place of calm. Um. Well, you can go to my website, um, and it's a new website. So the uh, the domain is damayanti.store. So I'll spell that for you. It's not hard. D-A-M-A-Y-A-N-T-I, damayanti, damayanti.store. So if you go there, it's all there. Uh, past shows, you can hear them, um, the Conscious Confidence shows, my book, and um, the work I'm doing, uh, apart from individual coaching, um, and I will be doing some speaking on Damayanti, is um, um, I'm developing a range of beautiful spiritual jewellery because I started um, towards the end of Conscious Confidence with these wristbands and bracelets that had the message prema, universal love, let pure universal love flow to all. That was the message. Because it became clear to me that the, um, you need something to remind yourself. And when I um, was working with my teachers, and this was back decades ago, I mean, I, there, was, there wasn't jewellery around. There wasn't nice things, beautiful things. I had post-it notes stuck around and bits of paper and things to, to remind myself because you need to support the memory. You need to stay connected because it's so easy to forget and so easy for just things in life to, you know, take our attention and we get distracted and forget. So and then I, um, so I, I had these bracelets made and they've been very successful and it um it showed me and people gave me the feedback that having something close to them that was beautiful and helped them stay connected um was very helpful and they were very yeah. appreciative so i'm uh, we're developing that sort of thing so there'll be a range of spiritual jewelry that's got these potent messages and it helps with the staying calm and that calmness is different from just say uh, like I say, resting in bed at night or something. It is a, a genuine drawing back of the energy, like the in inward breath, ready to then release forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. The, the bracelets are extremely powerful. I know for me, it was one of the first things I got and put on and kept on, but you can't help with that reminder you reference because once you know the meaning of what you've now got on you, around you 24 seven, just mm -hmm. the very nature of touching it creates a shift. And, yeah. you know, and, and I think that, that that brings us to the universal message. It brings us to universal message of pure universal love. And it is so absolutely needed now. Yeah. It is such the place that it transcends time and past and things in our lives. It takes us to a place where 
you can see and literally here to understand another human being. And I think our soul longs for that. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Um, I think it's where our soul resides really in that pure universal love. And it is pure and it is universal. Universal means it's available all the time. It may not seem like that, just like when clouds come over the sun during the day, it seems like the sun's gone away. Um, but just understand that that's just the the love is just being concealed. It is there and it is universal. That means it's everywhere all the time. It's pure and um, and it's unconditional. And you know, one of the the ways for us to to connect with that is um, during the day when when we don't have any particular challenges that we're facing you know and there there are moments like that yeah connect with that universal love just give yourself a moment take a breath and just remember pure universal love in sanskrit the word is prema p-r-e-m-a prema and that's written on the bracelets in the beautiful sanskrit lettering yeah and also in in english words so you can pronounce english letters so you can pronounce it but that prema Um, just remembering that there's pure universal love is a shift in our thinking. And the mind may say, well, that doesn't seem like that and that's not my experience and what about this? Just accept the fact that there is pure universal love and start endeavouring to discover the experience of connecting with it. You're not creating it, you're connecting with it. Um, And do it in the easy times right? Just remember in the easy times, because when the challenges inevitably come, they do, it's part of the cycle of life that's, that's there. You have that connection with it. Um, and one way of showing, uh, giving expression to that love is to smile at someone, say a kind word, praise someone, because that's expressions of universal love rather than a nasty comment or something that brings them down a put down say something nice even if it's um i really like your top or gee your hair looks great or gee that's a lovely smile or i love the way you did this simple things yeah they're there all the time and they're everywhere that is actually expressing pure universal love and that is awakening and feeding your soul because all of a sudden your soul is going oh great you know hello yeah now now we're on to what I'm interested in, yeah. where I hang out, right? Yeah, rather it happened than the mind. <laughs> it, it happened to me earlier today. I'm getting ready for a big move, and I'm outside getting packages. And the the gentleman that drives the recycle truck is coming around, and I rarely get to see him. You know, once in a blue moon. But I'm walking out. He's in his truck, and we had a moment where I looked up at him. And he looked at me as he's doing what he's doing. And, I'm, <laughs> and we had that moment where we waved to each other. He doesn't know my name. I don't know his name. But it was yeah. that moment that we took to connect. Just that moment. It wasn't yes. fancy. No. No fanfare. It was no. a wave. Yeah. And boy, that connection, you can feel that. Yes. And that connection that's real that's true and they those sorts of moments are actually from how I was taught far more powerful profound and transformative than 
a lot of other bells and whistles and tricks and things that you can have where you can have these wonderful experiences and, you know, heightened. And that's great. That's great. But they pass. They're all transitory. Let it be known now. Get clear. They pass and they're transitory. Those everyday moments, they are universal moments. That connection in that moment, if I questioned you further on that, that is a universal moment. He may not have even been aware of it. He just, oh, that's just a nice lady, right? And you and I just waved at the, the, the guy with the recycling truck. But in that connection, in that moment, that is that point of like Damayanti, right? And there's incredible potency and power and energy and transformation. And, you know, that's that feeds our soul. That uplifts everyone. Yes. And that's what we want to do is uplift. Um, and if we can speak to the soul and feed the soul, everyone feels uplifted. We feel uplifted and everyone does. And that's where I feel um, when I'm moving forward with Damayanti. Um, it's very direct, very potent, but it has that absolute connection with this potent universal energy and that energy is the essence of universal love absolute universal love and it's the love that a mother has for her child when she says don't do that and she's cross with the child to correct some behavior that doesn't serve that child that's based in love that a mother would say to a child no don't do that right, because you don't want that sort of energy in the child for when the child grows up and you have enough love that you will correct some behaviour that's unsocial, right? Yeah. It's and the that's same what I love. love about love. I yeah. love that love has so many elements to it, yeah. has so many faces to it, but has such a high resonant and vibrate vibration. And, yeah. and that is such the lesson for our movement forward, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and it's, it's powered by love. And it's no mistake that Prema Universal Love was the, the first message that came to me to put on the bracelets. Um, <laughs> and moving forward, there will be others. Yeah. Uh, but the, the core one is universal love. And, and, you know, love is not just the sort of Valentine's Day romantic hearts, chocolates, all that kind of stuff, you know, walking along the the beach and all that sort of thing. Lovely, lovely. That is at a level. But this is universal love that transcends all of that. Um, and, it, you know, it, it is the potent stuff. It's the real stuff, you know. And isn't it, Sarah, I want to talk about this when we come back. It, it is that thing that you said earlier, and I really want to get to it when we talk about Damayanti for today's world. Yeah. It is helping all of us understand that we don't have to go buy it. We don't have to seek it. We don't have to really think we're creating it. It's within us. And when we come back, I want to talk about that with you and about what it means to raise the vision and the insight, because it's the, it's the idea of remembering, you know, it's the, I, I never forgot that lesson from Tom. And even though I wasn't able to achieve it with the bow, again, that idea of, of, of that practice he taught me, I mm. used over and over and over again. I use it for almost everything I do. I don't openly use it, but mm. I can feel the tension, that tension of the bow. Mm. And we do forget to exhale. 
Yes. You know, how much tension can we take yes. before we raise ourselves up to the calm and the soul? We're going to take a short break when we're back. Damayante for today's world. Sarah Main will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. It's so great to have Sarah, Sarah Main. Sarah, it's so great to have you, to be connecting with you again. Um, and it's even more than that. It's really the sense and the passion and the energy. And when I'm listening to you speak, I almost forgot we were like doing a show. <laughs> right. If Jacob didn't cue me here on it, I, I it was it was going to be like one of the many conversations we've had because I think there's a hunger for what we're talking about, but mm -hmm. yet there isn't a knowledge. Um, mm -hmm. I want to ask you. We're going to talk about Damayanti for today's world, but again, please remind people how they can connect with you, how they can find out more about you. Um, going to my website, damayanti.store, and I'll spell it again because it's a Sanskrit word. It's a, the name of a princess. So damayanti, damayanti, D-A-M-A-Y-A-N-T-I. That's Y-A-N for November, D-A-M-A-Y-A-N-T-I. I have to spell it, <laughs> dot store, damayanti.store. And my website's a, a good go-to place for because it's got everything, past shows, current shows, the Damayanti, the show for your soul shows that <clears throat> are on Transformation Talk Radio Network. And um, my book, Conscious Confidence, um, <clears throat> a whole lot of things and uh, the, the spiritual jewellery, how you can get in touch with me, it's all there. So I think, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the easiest way to go is to go to my website, damayanti.store. You know, we can say the words Damayanti for today, for today's world, mm. but there is a deep, deep yearning yes. for something yeah. that's going to bring out the calm for the soul. Talk to us about your vision and insight about this. Um, that is a great question. Thank you. Um, Damayanti for your soul speaks to your soul, connects with your soul, feeds your soul, sustains your soul and strengthens your soul. <clears throat> it, I'm not speaking to the mind and I'm not even speaking to the heart because to, to connect with your soul, the essence of yourself yourself takes in the mind and the heart so have no fears <laughs> this is this is yeah. but if we get stuck on the mind or the heart yes on the heart we're not getting to our very essence we're not getting to our powerhouse we're not getting to ourself right the mind we know no problem we need the mind for getting about throughout the day in the daily in the world no problem but quite frankly most of the time we're stuck and focused in the mind and that's the problem and then we get hooked up in all the emotions and feelings and we just sort of wallow around mm -hmm. in those and that's the problem right so you've got this mind and heart stuff going around you need to get behind that and when you said before 
before the break about is it's hard to explain the words. That's because getting back to connecting with your soul um, is before the language, before mm. the words. It's getting behind all of that, okay? That's why it's calm and quiet, frankly, yeah. right? And the soul's just waiting. And then when you actually are calm, it's like, hello, I'm here, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, what would you like? <laughs> it's not so much that you're talking to your soul, right? right? You actually connect to yourself and all that language falls away, all that chatter, all those feelings that are all the time, the anger and the this and the confusion and the anxiety and the all this, all of that just naturally falls away, right? Because it's the nature of it to come and go, rise and fall. We need to get back to ourself and we can call that the soul, right? And that's where the real potency is. This is the energy house, the potency of the creation, of our creativity. This is where we know our soul's purpose, not in our mind and heart. There are ways we express it, but we need to get back to our soul. And this is not an inert um, vacuum of nothingness. This is the absolute potency. And the thing is, you need wisdom for that. You need to be shown. I was shown, I had wise teachers and I was shown for decades and I haven't stopped, yeah. right? You need the actual wisdom. That's why you need the wisdom traditions are so powerful because they show you and connect. The wisdom traditions speak to your soul. They don't actually talk to the mind and the heart. And I only realised that in working on this Damayanti. I suddenly thought, oh, the wisdom traditions, that's one of the reasons I'm so drawn to them and everyone is. They yeah. speak, they actually speak to your soul because yeah. that's what they know and recognize as your true self. It's not some vague concept, it's the reality of you. And they speak to that. That's why they're so practical and so direct. And we need that wisdom. And frankly, if one of the reasons um, people feel lost and just pulled around by just everything that happens in life, and especially now is because they're starving inside for yeah. real wisdom. They, they're starving. Literally, you're, you're trying to run a marathon and you haven't got any food and nourishment in the body. I mean, how does that work? Yeah. You, you, you're trying to do that. You're trying to live life and you're starving inside and that's part of the reason for all the problems. So with the right nourishment through the right wisdom, and that's not an intellectual thing, this is feeding your soul all of a sudden things become clear, you've got the energy, the power, and your soul's journey, that's, that's what <laughs> you're here for. <laughs> you know, it's fascinating, Sarah, because, you know, I, I've, uh, I'm like many people, you know, we've been in this place where, especially me in the past several months of, you know, being here, getting some things done that I needed to get done on myself. And, you know, I've had those moments. And out of those moments, may come an idea, right? Yeah. It's not that you're thinking about an idea, but you have a moment and then here it is. Yeah. And you go and you, you approach your team or people in your life and you say, you know, this came to me, dot, 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 dot. And most, and this is really sort of the interesting part of the journey for me 
is really learning how to navigate this because we're having the soul moment (laughs) and then we're expressing it and people want to know, really, (laughs) why? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And I, and the reason I bring it up is because I think that soul moments are precious and I almost we have to learn the entire process of this. And what I mean by that is, you know, here we are and we're following it. And yet there may be people around us that just are not getting it. It's it's a bigger journey. It's, it's a bigger conversation, but it's also part of the vision and the insight around this that allows us to hold that knowing and know it beyond anybody else's words. Yes, absolutely. And that um, is a mark of real leadership um, because it's a way of how do you, uh, if you're in an organisation or something uh, or even in a family, you know, let's say take a family, um, something that's good for the family, for example, (laughs) um, you know, rather than just, as you say, I've had this idea and everyone goes, oh, no, not again. (laughs) What next? I know. Will you stop with the ideas, please? Um, Give us a break. But (laughs) it's a case of, well, the thing is, it, those things, those moments that rise, it's it's not just immediately jumping into action. Right. It's it's waiting and then letting that. If that idea, let's call it an idea, has has validity, is letting it unfold naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it unfolds naturally, generally speaking, it doesn't cause rifts, um, and it doesn't mean you know it's all nicey nicey. But there's just a, a, a natural inclusion of everyone at the level to which they're able, prepared to connect with it. Um, and so everybody comes at their level and in their way. <clears throat> and that's where everyone's united with the vision or the concept, the idea. Um, but there's a naturalness in the resonance that everyone's included and from your point of view, for the ideas risen in you, then the real uh, creativity is how to then communicate that yeah. to one person who connects with something in this way and someone who connects in that way. I mean, that's, well, certainly the teacher in me, you you know, one student in your class may need to be taught in this way and yeah. another in this way. And you just <laughs> naturally flow. And once you get to know the students, you're, you know, you're moving around them connecting in the way that they can understand. Um, And and the thing is, this is one of the um, important pieces of work in Damayanti is then you need, you know, within yourself, if you find yourself getting impatient because people aren't getting it, well, that problem of impatience is in you. You've got to do some work. Um, It's not their fault, you know, so... And I did, I did some show. Uh, I did a show on patience last year, and I'm going to dig into that more because Sanskrit's got some yep. very interesting um, things to say about that. Um, you know, so all these qualities like strength and patience, love certainly, um, you know, truth, joy, dignity, beauty, all of these things are. It, are there and, and need to be brought forward. So the responsibility is always on yourself 
if you've had the idea, say, <laughs> is to bring people along yeah. in a way where they're not just laid on top of them. Yeah. And when I'm coaching people, um, I, I can sit with someone and listen. And in that space, what yeah. is their um, focus and their journey comes forward and I just help back to them so that they get what they need out of them. It comes out of them. Um, and, and any coach will get back to them. You can't always see these things for yourself. You know, I wanted to just comment on this before we kind of move on. One of the things I was really struck by, not just in what you you just said, but also in really looking at myself is um, there's got to be a patience we have with ourselves. We've got to allow ourselves, you know, to be in that space, you know, to let it you know, let it percolate, let it grow, let it evolve, you know, let it rise up, let it provide more vision and more insight. Right. And, and I think that, you know, I think that's one of the greatest things that we can learn out of this, because we think once we are in that place, we think it's done. (laughs) We're like, okay, it's done. And, you know, this is what's so important about this message you're bringing forward, you know, as if the soul has a beginning and an end and we're done. And, you know, what I love about what you said is that so many people talk about authenticity from a very mental point of view. You know, they talk about true nature and what you're bringing forward is such a beautiful connection that skips all of the mind chatter, all of the heart parts, and brings us to a direct path on a journey. And if we can learn this, how much easier on the inside would our lives be? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what else is Sarah bringing forward What else can we expect? And what are some of the things and insights and tools and vision she's going to be sharing in this journey of learning and gaining insight? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let the journey begin. Learn how to lead a happier life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You know, this is really, please, this is something, say it, you know, say the word. The rise of Damayanti. Say the word. How does that feel for you? Damayanti for your soul. Uh, Thanks to Sarah Main. Thanks to the vision and the insight. Thanks to bringing the conversation right to the soul and the soul level. Um, Sarah, much more to come on this. So thank you so much. And I want to make sure that we do let folks know there is much more to come. Um, and again, what's important about that is how they're going to be able to connect you, connect with you, how they're going to be able to keep the conversation and the learning happening. One more time, let folks know how best to do that. 
um, go to my website, damayanti.store, D-A-M-A-Y-A-N-T-I, D-A-M-A-Y-A-N-T-I, damayanti.store. Um, that's got everything, uh, shows, Damayanti for your soul, shows, uh, past content in touch with me there's information there's the spiritual jewelry you can purchase which is very powerful and potent to help maintain that connection um and uh, it's all there so damayanti.store and, and i love what we're doing because i don't think that i'm any different than most people we have what we call a forgetter we forget <laughs> Yes, we do. We have a forgetter. <laughs> uh, and we, you know, we forget our keys. We forget this. But we also forget the innate power, that innate wisdom we have. We yeah. also forget about the soul. And I think what you're bringing forward, which is really exciting, is we can skip what I call the middle people, the mind <laughs> and the heart. <laughs> um, but then that brings us directly to the soul's journey. And I'd love for you to talk about that in the context of how to rise up. And this is a spiritual conversation for me. You know, it is a conversation that if everyone could experience that peace and calm you talked about, how might a life change? It, it is utterly transformative. Um, that peace and calm, to understand that, um, and to have that in daily life rather than thinking that you've, you've got to go away and sit on a mountain or leave everything behind or, um, yes, you need your time, you know, meditating or praying or you need that time certainly, but then during the day it doesn't mean that you then launch into activity and all of that is lost. It's maintaining that connection as you go about your daily life because that the going about your daily life is the exhalation it is the breathing out it is the letting go of the arrow that's been drawn back um <clears throat> and um and going about your daily life with purpose with love with power that is an expression of your soul's journey um so that uplifts everyone um, and raises the level of consciousness, that is an art form in itself, that there is so much to learn on that. Um, but the first thing to do is to actually find that stillness, that calm and that peace, and that is a potent energy, um, <clears throat> and that's what Damayanti is about, and that is providing that wisdom and that guidance and that teaching um, so that we can then actually really uplift the, the circles that we move in. Yeah. And this is how we transform things. It is starts at a local level and it starts with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that calm, as you described with the, the bow and arrow, and, and that is a very traditional um, image analogy that is used for all sorts of things um, in the wisdom traditions is drawing the arrow back and that is going deep within yourself. And to have access to that during the day in the middle of everything um, is utterly transformative because that gives you access to universal consciousness, which is yourself, universal love, which is yourself. They're all there. And it's not creating them, it's realising them, realising them, waking up to them, becoming aware of them, moving into that awareness. And that's utterly practical. You can deal with a 
child who's stubbed their toe. You can deal with an angry boss. You can deal with anything from that point of universal consciousness. And that is not some sort of woo-woo out there state. It is utterly practical. Mm. And that is the power of Damayanti that's come forward. And the point that you made before the break was when these ideas rise, having the discipline, and you need training for this, the discipline, not to just immediately jump out and do something, but actually stay and let this thing evolve naturally. That's where the real transformation is. It's just think of this analogy, this example. It's like baking a cake where you've got all the ingredients, you've put the batter in the tin and said, right, I've made a cake. (laughs) No, you haven't. You have to let it cook. (laughs) For for it to be of any use, it has to cook. And some cakes take 12 minutes, some take five minutes if they're cupcakes, and some take an hour. Fruit cakes can take six hours. Yes. Different, Different cakes take different lengths of time, but let it cook. And that's where the, the discipline then is mm-hmm. not to keep opening the oven door, pulling it out, but let it cook until that particular cake is cooked. And, and this staying still and letting things evolve naturally, properly, lawfully, universally, beautifully, that takes discipline and we're letting it cook. Yeah. And, you know, if you're like me, once upon a time, you raise the oven temperature up to 450 degrees, (laughs) thinking that you are going to cut the time to cook in half. Um, Sarah, thank you so much. More to come on this. And I know that one of the very special ways that we end the show is with a very special mantra. And really what that mantra does is clearly demonstrate and shift the energy. I would love for you to do that today. Well, today I'll sing the Gayatri Mantra. Body of all, mind of all, spirit of all, may we meditate on the radiance of the inner light. May that self illuminate our thoughts. Peace, peace, peace. Om Bhur Bhuva Suvaha Tatsavitur Varenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhimahi Dhyoyo Prachodayat Om Shanti 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 <clears throat> Sarah, thank you so much. What's the message you want to leave us with today? Um, fall still and connect with your soul. Take that moment to connect with your soul. Leave the mind and heart and connect with your soul here in the present moment. Mm. Sarah Main, everyone, more to come on Damayanti, more to come from Sarah Main, more to come in your peace and calm for your soul. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.